What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. This week on the show, we have a guest that's long awaited for me because I started trying to book him for the show back in probably 2017 and eventually did do a podcast with him in 2018 on the one for the headphone company. But I didn't really get a lot of time with him, so I felt like it was an insufficient interview. And I'm really excited to finally sit down with him. And now I'm even more excited to finally be able to release it because unfortunately due to all the COVID stuff, when we recorded this back in late June or early July, uh, unfortunately a lot of stuff, a lot of his rollout dates got pushed back because of COVID. So we've been sitting on this for quite some time and I am excited to put it out in the world. I don't like to sit on stuff for too long. So yeah, Lil Zubin got a new record coming out. Um, it's called Perfect Hell, and that is the title of the song that he performed on our YouTube channel, which you can go watch right now. I don't know what your habits are if you watch the song before or after you listen to the interview, or maybe you don't watch the performance at all. Let me know. Shoot me a fucking DM. Let me know what your habits are. Let me figure out my audience. I think the new record is a little different from his previous works, which kind of were more clouded up kind of uh, atmospheric beats with sort of R&B song structures, very haunting, uh, angelic singing. A lot of people previously compared his sound to like a very indie The Weeknd, perhaps. Uh, and I think this new stuff is a little more in the goth realm, you know, listening to a lot of Depeche Mode, he says and a lot of 80s stuff. So I think that it's taking a more kind of 80s rock goth type of sound is the impression that I get. So we'll see. The record drops soon. I think it drops next week. And um, we're getting to premiere a song, so that's really sick. I'm feeling myself spending most of my time in this intro talking about Zubin to avoid talking about the real world because... Well, the New York Times released this big Trump tax story, and I think it was supposed to be some smoking gun, aha, gotcha moment about um, Trump. But I think while everyone on the left is waiting for a smoking gun, we're all just going to like die of smoke inhalation. There are a million fucking smoking guns. The dude's a criminal. I don't really give a shit about his taxes at this point. Like everything in that article was already kind of exposed at one point a couple years ago when they did a big expose about the way his business was structured and stuff and they already alluded to a lot of the things that they have more concrete evidence about now and so it's it's a lot of much ado about nothing it's the same shit that we already fucking know it's common knowledge so it still feels very hopeless it doesn't feel like anything's going to get done about it i hate to be so cynical i hate feeling so fucking cynical but goddamn like what is it going to take? At this point, literally the thing that he predicted back in the campaign that he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and nobody would care is like, that's probably fucking true at this point. <laughs> like, that is probably true. I feel like it's going to be, you know, in 2032 when Trump's, you know, in hospice and, and still somehow running the country, we're all going to go, man, but what about his taxes? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Smoking guns. 
other good things have been happening in life. Don't get me wrong. I don't just sit and doom scroll all day, but I was just doom scrolling right before I did this podcast intro and I knew I would um, rant. So I was trying to avoid it a bit, but it still ended up happening with all the information uh, out there. It still feels so hopeless with all the clear and obvious crimes this man commits. It still feels hopeless with him abusing immigrant communities and, and, people attempting to gain refugee status by practicing eugenics and giving mass hysterectomies by by trying to full-on start race wars and and letting white supremacists go and shoot people practicing their first amendment rights you know there's just so many smoking guns like who the fuck cares about his taxes man i don't know what's going to happen um in november but i'm not looking forward to it it's going to be very dark Anyway, all right, let's get back to it. I'm not going to go on too long about this. I really do want you guys to check out Lil Zubin. I want you to be prepared for uh, his project with Yon's Perfect Hell dropping, I think, next week now. Um, And I want you to go check out the premiere of his song, A Perfect Hell, on our YouTube channel. I'm really excited about it. It came out great. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Lil Zubin. Over the last couple of years, you really legitimately have been somebody that I've listened to a ton. Not only do you have like this really wonderful voice, but you've got this like very morose place you come from with your writing that I'm sure you're not actually like that on the day to day, but like you are able to take me to very sad places cool. very quickly. <laughs> and sometimes that's cathartic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just really love your music. That's first and foremost. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I remember you tell, uh, this is one thing I do remember. Yeah, my dog died. Yes, yes. and that was really, really dark, dude. That was <laughs> dude, really dark. my fucking dog died right when one of your records came, when Misery came yeah, out, I think, yeah. right? And it was just like my sad soundtrack. It really was, yeah. Uh, it was a dark place. That said, I have another dog now. He's super tight. Good. And so, uh, yeah, so I listen to happy music when I'm thinking of him. He's he's great. Shout out Cooper. Cool. Th- I just do remember that. That was like yeah. the one thing I was like. I, know, I remember there was something really sad. It was a, a yeah. That was it was a dark time in my life. Like my dog died, and then my dad was just about to die. Really? And so yeah. So I was like going through sad shit, and so misery was like just hitting on all cylinders for me. So that said, you're from Philly, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Lil Zubin is not your first endeavor into music, right? No, no. You're like a classically trained pianist. I mean, of. sort of. I like I I self-taught ma- like mainly. Oh, really? Yeah, like just because I just, I just bought a keyboard or like my aunt bought me a keyboard or some shit when I was like twelve or something. But yeah, probably when I was like eighteen though. Like I I did take like lessons for a summer, like just to like learn like scales and shit. okay, because like I I could like make things yeah. but I didn't know what like okay the, so people were hyping it up to me they are like yeah you know he's like a fucking classically no, trained just cause I can like play like I'm not even that good but like I'm over here thinking you're think like I'm Beethoven like, or no, some shit I can shred a little bit but yeah. <laughs> no they like, like Ned's always like hyping you up yeah like you fucking fire at the piano I'm like not really like yeah. <laughs> I can record fire, but like if I was like performing, like I would be nervous as fuck. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right. Like you're not over here doing piano competitions as, no. a, as a youth or anything. No. So your aunt bought you a piano at 12, and is that kind of the first time you dipped your toes into music? Like that, I got like a shitty like Yamaha. Yeah. Like 
just like any that you, you like standard walk into like guitar center and yeah. someone's playing and it sounds like shit. Like that type of thirty dollar keyboard and a bass and that was like my first two. And what made you want to get those when you were twelve? Like, did you were you already like loving ba- music? Yeah, that's yeah. a very formative age. Yeah, you know? I, I was obsessed with CKY. Oh yeah, like that was like my fucking shit (laughs) because of jackass or what no it was like i guess like sort of but like just like i hung out with the kids in high school like i guess when i was still in grade school yeah and they were obsessed with cky are they a pennsylvania band yeah okay they're westchester which is like an hour from philly okay yeah so like they were all obsessed with cky i became obsessed with cky and then we like and like blink and like all that shit yeah and um bass the reason why i got a bass is because like we had a guitarist and a drummer in our friend group, so and I you was had like, I gotta, pl- I gotta be in the band, so I gotta play the bass. Yeah, right. So then I got a bass and a keyboard. Yeah, and then, yeah. They just like started fucking with shit from there. And that's when you were twelve. Yeah. So you just been in bands pretty much like yeah since that, you're old enough to get out of the house by yourself. Yeah. So that I forget we had like ridiculous at one point when we were like <laughs> that like the first band I was in I think we were called like uh we, for a while we were pending vengeance yeah which is a funny a funny name hardcore baby. and then uh our friend told us we have to be called uh, geriatric genocide wow which is super <laughs> insane for like a bunch of teenagers that is a wild name yeah. um shout out to alliteration yeah right yeah, yeah. and um but yeah just always in like, and you know those were like us covering cky and like writing shitty our own attempts at, like blink song you know what i mean yeah Stuff like yeah that. but yeah and since then it's been in different bands yeah how did you guys end up in philly or how did your family end up in Philly? You're just generations there? Uh, my dad's from Southwest Philly. Yeah. And my mom's from Ireland. Oh, wow. So she moved to Philly when she was like 27. Yeah. 28. And then met they. my parents met and then, yeah. When she moved over, was she from Dublin? She's from Donegal. From Donegal, okay. Yeah, it's like in a car like four hours. Yeah, I feel like I know about that because of um, Dairy Girls. Maybe I haven't watched that, bro. You gotta watch I that. I hear it's fire. It's so funny, dog. But when she moved over in her late twenties, is it because of like all of the shit that was going on in Ireland, or was it just because like I think America? it was just like it seems like half of her family. She has like nine brothers and sisters, yeah. so it seems like half of them were just like, "Let's go." Okay, like one of them went like to Philly. Yeah, I don't know why Philly was like a hot spot for fucking Rocky, bro. <laughs> yeah, That's I guess why. so. <laughs> and uh. So, like, her and, like, my aunt, her sister went together, and then, yeah, it just ended up just staying. And then... So, she's, like, fully still got an accent and everything. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. tight, dog. Yeah, yeah. I was, it's funny. I was, yeah. like, making her say hello to Lotus the other day. Yeah. And she's like, hello, Lotus! <laughs> like, oh, we were dying. Though. Hey, the fire potatoes, though. Her roasties are probably amazing. Dude, she's a fire cook. Yeah, yeah. I used to do um, Thanksgiving with a with an Irish family, and I just never knew that potatoes could be cooked so many amazing different ways. Yeah, you know facts. what I mean? Like, real shit. Shit, they love their potatoes. Mad potato dishes. <laughs> Not to be stereotypical. No, it's true, though. And so, so your dad's side of the family is from Philly, like, generations. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but, like, uh, I think his grandparents are from Ireland as well, though. Oh, so you're so just full-on like, Irish. Yeah, it's like, yeah. he like he's American, like, born American, but he's, like, 100% Irish, yeah. family-wise. Right. And, um... Did you grow up with, like, a lot of cousins around you then and shit? Um, yeah. Yeah. Good amount. Yeah. Not, like, a shit ton, but, like... When I think of feeling, like, all the row homes and everything, I yeah. just think, like, oh, yeah, my fucking cousin lived, like, three houses down. We used to play stickball in the street. Yeah, not, like, nah, not really. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, hella cousins of mine in Philly, but... Yeah. We all still lived kind of, like, far. Like, we didn't, like... And also, our age gaps are a little different. Yeah. 
for me, my cousin with the closest age is in Ireland still. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, right. And I was in high school. He, like, came over, like, twice for the summer and shit. Like, it yeah. was fire. And he's like, oh, American girls are easy. <laughs> Probably. No, <laughs> I mean, uh, he definitely had fun. Do you have uh, siblings? Yeah. Are you the eldest or the youngest? Or the what? middle. I'm the You're middle th- The middle child. I'm seeking that attention, man. Yeah, that's, always, a big, that's a big dude. theme here. A lot of middle, middle children become musicians, I think. Fucking... So you got an older brother or sister? Brother and then a younger sister. Yeah, right. So were you guys like sticking up for your sister, br- bruisers? Like we were probably probably bullies more. Yeah. Nah, oh. but we nah we we we're all like only a year apart. So. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we all got along really well. Is your brother into cool shit? Your older brother? Yeah, actually, both of them are. Really? Yeah. You're lucky to be like a younger brother if you have a cooler older brother who can like tell you cool shit to be yeah. into. Yeah, right? he was more into like. Uh, like dropkick Murphys and shit. Yeah, when I was into like uh, makes sense the, as an Irishman. Like, yeah, he was into like or or like uh, bouncing souls, like shit like that. Oh, I used to love bouncing yeah, souls. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, I don't know if he actually did like dropkick Murphys. I never got into dropkick Murphys. Yeah, I think they're, they're that pretty always, whack. That, yeah, that always seemed like oh, if you're into like uh, I don't know fucking Irish mob movies. Yeah, then you're, like, drunk, pretty dropkick. trash. Yeah, yeah, bouncing souls is tight though. Bouncing souls was sick. He, he was into that. He was super into bouncing souls. Um, like, no effects, like that. And then I was more into, like, like when I started getting, like, really into shit, I was more into, like, The Used and, like, uh, MCR. Right, so he's into that, like, mid-90s epitaph shit. That's, that's like, that first wave of pop punk. Yeah, exactly. And then you kind of were into the bands that dealt, that, that stemmed from that movie, yeah. right? Yeah, like, because yeah. we would be, like... We, like, I would go to Ireland for, like, a summer. Yeah. Like, almost every summer for a while. That's tight. It was cool, but when you're, like... I don't know. From Philly in 13, you're like, this shit's trash. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could like knock for my friends and do whatever in Philly. Yeah. And then now I love going to Ireland. Right. But back then it was like, like where my mom is, it's literally just cows and like the nearest neighbors. Like, I totally get Fucking miles. I totally, it's funny because my shit's very similar where it's like I grew up in Alaska and people always go, oh, really? oh my God, I would fucking kill to go to Alaska. And I'm like, I grew up there. It sucks. Yeah. But now as an adult, I get it. Yeah, like why fire. people Like, yeah. And so my whole thing is like you meet so many people in the States who are like, oh, I fucking would love to go to Ireland. It's like a dream vacation. Like my brother-in-law just went to Ireland. He yeah. loved it, you know? But yeah, being a 13-year-old, you're like, this is just where my grandma lives. This yeah, place I sucks. Yeah, I did not like it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and my mom's from there, so we would go for like six weeks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is like- Yeah, long time. Fucking forever when you're just trying to play- uh, In your band. Yeah, play with the band in the garage. You dude. didn't play any sports? Ah, like soccer. Yeah. But I wasn't. See, that was my whole thing is like my mom actually used to take us back east to eastern Pennsylvania where she's from. Oh, Uh, word, word. Yeah. So we would go back, like we would go visit my grandmother in California and then we would go visit our family in in Easton. But we would never go six six weeks at a time because in Alaska, the summer is only like two and a half months. So if you go for six weeks- I would miss my whole fucking baseball season, and Got I you. couldn't do that because I was too busy trying to like you know be young Ken Griffey or some shit. Gotcha. Yeah, I could imagine like a summer spent away from friends. Yeah, probably gotta suck. Dude, sucked. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was sick. But yeah, were you the time? You had to be like the coolest cousin though, because you're like from the states and you're like from a fucking cool city, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, you're like taking culture to them. Oh we no? uh, yeah, but they just thought I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck yeah, they thought, yeah. really. I got you. But I would go to, like, uh, like my cousin, who I, who I said is, like, the closest yeah. in age to me. Like, I would go to his, like, school dances oh, or, wow. like, and shit. And it was yeah. just always weird as fuck. Yeah, though. yeah. Because they were just like, say this. And I was like, 
this is weird. This is right, weird. Right. But, you know, you don't have like a very strong Philly accent, I don't think. Huh? Do say, say water. Well, I mean, I'm gonna say water right now, but it's water. You do say water. Yeah. Okay. I don't pick up on it. Like a lot of times, I can pick up on Philly accent very quick. It, it depends. Like uh, my friend Paul, who I, he's from, like like middle of nowhere, PA. Yeah. We worked together years ago. And he was he would say that he's like yo you don't really have like a strong Philly accent but then if I was like with people from Philly from, from like Philly just like out. my one friend from Delco I don't know if you know the Delco accent uh, it's uh-uh. like it's like yo dude <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's like so Philly yeah bro. yeah yeah and uh, my friend Sean has an accent like that and me and him were just talking and my friend Paul was like bro I understood like eight percent of right. the whole entire hey, conversation good to the Wawa yeah uh, I don't know <laughs> I was actually listening to the uh, Bloodhound Gang last night. Oh, are they from Philly? They're from Westchester as oh, well. Oh, from Westchester, okay. They have a song about, like, if the girl doesn't know what a Wawa is or something, yeah. fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, not worth That's it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My dad's side of the family is from outside of Pittsburgh, like, in the sticks, uh, in this town called Leechburg. Okay. And their accent is crazy, because it's like... It's like half Pennsylvania, half Kentucky or something. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like real it weird. Gets, dude, there's some wild like southern sounding accents in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like when you get into the sticks. And yeah, shit. real shit. It's like very country kind of like mountain or something. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like my one friend has uh family like Williamsport-ish. I don't know. Yeah. It's like four hours from Philly. Right. But his cousins like talk like like, like super country. Real out yeah. there. So what did, your, what did your dad do for work? He was like a... <laughs> supervisor at like a warehouse yeah he worked at night he worked like night shifts so here's the thing like my dad is from pennsylvania like i said he's from pittsburgh his dad was a warehouse worker or a steel a steel factory worker right my dad ends up joining the military basically because like he didn't want to become a factory worker right is it something where like did, do you think you latched on to bands and music at an early age because you're like i don't want to be a warehouse worker or, or i don't i don't even i don't think so no i think it was just like Got really into skateboarding. Yeah. Got, loved Jackass. Got, yeah. You know, like, and just, like, all those worlds just fucking... The fucking Tony Hawk games. Yeah, they I did just, like, when I was, I was in, like, a rollerblade, I was an aggressive rollerblader for really? a minute. Yeah, like, I was just into, like, extreme sports. And yeah, right. Music and fucking... That was a real moment. The first X Games, I feel like the aggressive inline skating may have been more popular than the skateboarding at that Dude, time. Dude, at one point I was way more into it than... Yeah. Not, maybe not way more, but I was... I definitely claimed that I was a, a like a rollerblader. Wow, dude! Not a, not a wood pusher, or whatever yeah. the, the beef was. Hey, shout out Arlo Eisenberg. You know what I'm saying? Who's that? Oh, he was a pro skater. Though. <laughs> okay, he, was a, he was a pro inline skater that was very famous in like '94. Okay, maybe. yeah. Philly had a bunch of fire. Uh, th- I don't know why there was just mad yeah. fire like inliners in Philly. No shit. Yeah, there was this one movie I remember having when I was like 12 or 13 called Poetry in Motion. Yeah, it's all shot in Philly inliner movie. You remember that movie? Gas. Air- Airborne. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mainstream fucking yeah. rollerblading movie. That and like fucking, what was Brink or some shit? Oh, that, yeah. That was like another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did your mom end up doing when she moved to the States? She did like um, financial stuff, like uh, books for people. Okay, yeah. I know she did. Like, like an accountant? Yeah, she was like a personal accountant for like some old, like rich lady from, yeah. from Mad Long. Your parents stay together? Yeah, they're still together. Yeah, wow. That... I was just with them for like two weeks, like a month ago, which is cool. I think now, like, I have to go, actually, I have to go back to Philly in, like, three weeks because my brother's getting married. Oh, yeah. Which was supposed to be a huge wedding. Um, like, hella people from Ireland coming over. Yeah. And, his, and now his, it's going to be something small. Yeah, now it's, like, 
20 people or something like yeah, that. Right. But they still just want to get married. Where is your brother getting married at in Philly? I'm surprised they're like they were going to do a church. Like, yeah. Neither of them are religious, religious at yeah. all. I think if if they can, they're going to still do it at this church. You guys weren't a, a solid Catholic family? Oh, no, we were. Like oh, my yeah. my mom's still goes to mass Super, and shit. Yeah. yeah, like Irish Catholic as fuck, but Yeah, we were Roman Catholic as hell. My yeah. mom's Italian. Yeah, yeah. And like but you know, none of like, my dad stick. my dad wasn't. Yeah. My, just my mom. And your, none of the Is your dad Lutheran? No, he's just oh, he doesn't just didn't go. Just a free spirit. Yeah. yeah. He's just a free spirit. I just know a lot of Lutherans in Pennsylvania for some yeah, reason. I feel like I do too. Yeah. But yeah, so I think he they said like if they can't do it at the church or whatever, yeah. Then just like a City Hall or whatever, oh, yeah, whatever right. the fuck, get it up, yeah. officiator or whatever you call them. I just officiated my cousin's wedding in Philadelphia Where? Um, in October, and they got married at some place called Wayne Manor. Have you heard of that? No. There's like some old mansion outside of Philly, like maybe 45 minutes out. Okay. And it, Wayne Manor, it's literally the character that became the inspiration for Batman. Whoa. Just because he's like a, he was just like some rich guy. It's not like he was literally the Batman, but like that's why Batman is called Bruce Wayne. Is right, because of right. this guy who that's had a big mansion in Philly. Who, who, who'd have known? I didn't know that shit. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so I've been asking, I've had, you're the third person I've had on from Philly since we started it again. Um, who else? Armani White. Okay. And then this rapper dude, Loji. And yeah, I've asked him about the Wayne Manor. Nobody knows about it. I'm like, it must just be a wedding event. It, place yeah, it's probably it. just like right outside Philly. It is. It There's is. like hella. Big like properties like that. Yeah, but yeah, Philly's like vibrant right now. There's like a lot of creativity. One of the things I do remember about our first conversations that I was like, "Yeah, Philly doesn't really have a scene," and you were like, "Yes, it does." And and in hindsight, I felt like such a jackass saying that because like there's a ton of shit popping in Philly right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there always yeah there has been right. Um, so I I'm trying to think of like who I would consider like new that's popping, but well, like, I mean, like I think about um. Well, beyond Lil Uzi Vert, obviously, yeah, yeah. it's like Tierra Whack is yeah. somebody from Philly. And, and then you got everybody from Working on Dying, mm-hmm. who you were pretty closely affiliated yeah, yeah. with. Uh, Matt Ox, you got, I mean, obviously, The Roots go way back. Like, they're, like Loji, Armani, Wild. Oh, yeah, like, there's, yeah. all, there's all these people. I guess what I meant when I was trying to, like, say, oh, there doesn't seem like there's a scene, is that all of those seem like such acts that have nothing to do with each other, almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like, very... Uh like separate, I guess separated. Yeah, almost. like there's a ton of tons of pockets of creativity, but it's not like there's a specific Philly sound. I guess people is what I like us, like people in Philly always say that though. they'll be like nobody in Philly like even fucks with you until everyone else fucks the with world you, fucks and with then you. like yeah. then you're like a Philly star. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Which is because it's not like there's a ton of people coming out of Philly that sound like Lulu's Vert. Yeah. You or Tierra, I mean? yeah. Or Tierra. Exactly. But they're like super unique and they're like, you know, fantastic yeah. celebrities. So like being in bands and skating from such a young age, do you, do you guys start playing around locally? Yeah. I remember At, like yeah. my first show, I was in eighth grade and it was hella funny. It was just like, it was actually in some Lutheran church, uh, church. church's basement. Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, that was when we were pending vengeance. And it was just ridiculous. I just like remember like... Hella like family came and like no way yeah. uh, like we all had the same like I had I was getting bass lessons and two of the guys that played the guitar in the band they were getting guitar lessons from the same guy and like our teacher came he was like stoked as fuck yeah um it was just hella it's just, would you say it was more family than it was kids there to see you or was it like, I was probably like half and half like everybody's you know a bunch of our friends came too but yeah. then like everybody 
there was like six bands on the lineup and like all their parents. And what do you remember feeling about that first show? It's thinking it was fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just remember like, hell yeah. Like we're going to get fucking signed, dude. And like, that's it. Like we're just, we're just going to get signed soon and like tour. And Isn't it for that first show that you play? It's like you spend the rest of your life chasing that fucking feeling. Yeah. Cause like all of a sudden you're just a God in your own mind for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then you end up like five years later, you're like, I can't play for this ain't like, 20 people like, again this right. this month dude like, right as an eighth grade ba- celebrity band in your fucking junior <laughs> high like yeah do you guys start playing out a bunch or is it just not kinda, really okay. we played we probably played like four shows or yeah. something and it, and it would be like uh like i remember we played like two graduation parties because yeah. we were like the only kids in a band you right. know what songs did you cover i know I, I off the top of my head i can remember um finch what it is to burn was a definite cover mm-hmm and I think it was Taste of Ink by, mm-hmm. by the U's. Okay. What does being in a band do for your social life at that age? Did it help or hurt or nothing? I don't think it did shit. Nothing? <laughs> yeah, people were just like, oh, you, you're in a band. That's cool. Yeah. Like, were you a popular kid? Yeah, I had hella friends. Yeah, right, right. Um, but I was friends with, like, everyone, though. Like, I, A I chameleon. Just, and yeah, I was just friends with whoever. Yeah, right. And, um, yeah, I don't think it did much. Yeah. Were you a school guy? Did you like school? I had, nah, was not a big fan. Never concentrated? Nah. Yeah. So did you have plans after high school? Um, Not really. Like high school, I feel like I kind of fell off. Like I was still like obviously listening to hella music. Like, right. That was all I did was just buy like albums and shit. Right. Um, download, download tons of music. And, uh, this is like the, like the Kazaa, Napster yeah, era. Oh, yeah, Kazaa, Kazaa yeah, yeah. Or some shit. Yeah. Soul Seek. That was like you a have OG. like a little gateway laptop or something. Yeah, you're just fucking going in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, stopped kind of playing in bands though. You did? Yeah. How come? I don't know. Did you fall out with your band? Did you guys break up? No, we all just we're, we're all still friends. Like that, like yeah. childhood band. Right. But then I just like kind of was chilling. I started playing keyboard more yeah. and like bass and stuff. And I feel like my music, t- like I was like also, meanwhile, all this going on, I still listen to like hell rap and shit like that. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of like the question is like, when do you, when do your tastes start evolving? So it's in high school. Yeah. I feel like I was just like, more, like I got super in like Dipset, like Big L that's and like tight. New York shit. And like, oh yeah. Um, and not that I was like trying, I didn't want to be a rapper or anything, but I was just like, not pressed to be in a band as much anymore. Right. I was just like doing whatever. Um, probably th- then I was getting probably too into drinking and smoking okay, more, yeah. more weed now. Right, you know? right. But Does um, your style change? Like, were you like a... Uh, I, w- I went from like, dude, I went from like like lo- trying to look like Eminem, like yeah. bleached hair, like beaters, oh, yeah. sweatpants, like Air Forces, Yeah. to like what if some 41 or whoever, like blank. And then I was like spiking my hair yeah like like this is like a change over like a month i was just like that's how i gotta look yeah and then in high school i was like fucking seen as shit dude no way like, yeah, like myspace sh- hair dude, like straightening my hair every morning oh my gosh yeah are do pictures of that still exist i'll find one yeah uh, my, my high school graduation picture i feel like you gotta throw back thursday one of those sometime I, ha- I probably have like years ago though like not like recently that's too funny but um yeah. For some reason, in, our, in my high school, we got ours taken junior year, like our graduation pictures. Yeah. So I was like 16, um, going like about to be 17, and my like mom was so pissed. Because like literally, you just could see like One bar- barely any of my <laughs> eyes because it's just straightened like over my face and shit. Did you do like guy liner and shit? Nah, no, but no. I was just super emo. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, like all hot topic shopping. Yeah. That's just. That- 
That's it's crazy. actually funny. I uh, would would have killed to be in If I Die First at that point yeah. in my life, you know? Yeah. So now it's just funny to be in, like, my high school dream band. Yeah. That and, seems um, to kind of be the theme of If I Die First. It literally is. It's like all of you guys are really achieving the childhood dream. And also, like, I'm sure Ned said it the yeah. other day and Lotus, whatever. Yeah. But, like, if you would have told, like, me at, like, 14, 15 that, like, you're gonna be in a band with the dude from first from first to last. Like, yeah. I would like get the fuck out of here, dude. Because right. that was like my the favorite band. band dude. Yeah, like I fucking idolized. I literally like, got like outfits that Sonny like would wear in music videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's just sick. But I found last time I was home, just like a month ago or two, like a month and a half in Philly, my mom had saved like all of these band shirts of mine. Of course. So they're all like youth large size. Yeah. So I just gave them all to Shavo. Oh yeah, he was like wearing like my uh, the bled. Uh, do you remember the bled? They were like a mm. kind of like a like like metalcore band. Yeah, I was like obsessed with them, and uh, Shava was like rocking it the other day. That's so <laughs> yeah, funny. that's so. tight. It's so interesting for me to hear the way your tastes have developed over the years because in listening to the EPs that I know you for, I would yeah. have never guessed that you were like a metalcore kid or yeah. a hardcore kid or whatever, like a post-hardcore. I don't even know what, I don't even know any of those genres to be honest. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'm all, like not all super familiar. Under the same yeah, umbrella. Yeah, that umbrella. Because I, I was like, oh, this is like, must be a dude that like grew up listening to R&B. Yeah. I mean, definitely always have been like a fan of R&B and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I remember in high school, like, my best friend showed me, like, Raphael Sadiq and, yeah, like, shit like that. Of course. Like, Gabriel and R. Kelly, which... Yeah. Problematic now, yeah, but was yeah, the truth back, back then, then. I thought it was fucking sick. Yeah, of course. Prince, like, all yeah. that. But, like, um... But, no, I think I started getting, like, way more into R&B, like, R&B or, like, wanting to, like, sing or even, like, like just produce that shit. Like, yeah. Like, after high school way and shit. After high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was, like, in a group called Worshipper. Yeah. I feel like I've, like, played so many different genres yeah. or some shit, because before then, I wanted to be in, like, Animal Collective or, like, some shit like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, well, so let's keep a little bit of a linear timeline here. So when you're in high school with no bands, just listening to Dipset and fucking kicking it. And 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 listening to Hello, like, from first to last and, like, yeah. shit like that. Okay, and, um, yeah. I, I did, I started playing keys, like, like all throughout high school, my friends are in this band, uh, Cause to Confess. Okay. Super, like scene but like yeah. also like kind of mars volta so like, super, oh yeah, yeah really good i was yeah. i was a huge fan and they're like i was super tight with them so i ended up starting to play keys with them at like random shows is there like a big emo scene in philly yeah well i was definitely like a myspace hoe which yeah. is, which is <laughs> funny as shit but i was like dude i met so many people like like it's weird to think about now but like i've hung out with more kids from just like going to emo scene shows yeah. hardcore shows yeah then i did like at my high school right. or something like I just like met people into this shit you know whatever yeah. that I was that dressed how you know what I mean yeah. like dressed how I dressed or whatever when you get out of high school what, did you go to college yeah I went to fucking community like you just didn't you just, just like was it wasn't like, your I, shit yeah I'm a, I just didn't know what, what I was doing yeah what did like did you at that point already think like okay I've got to figure out how to like become a musician or were you just like I'm just gonna like have jobs and yeah whatever. I would just I really had no idea really yeah I was just like yeah. I'm I don't know. I also was just like not motivated. I don't know. I just like didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I just like went to. Is that an issue in your life in general? A lack of motivation? Yeah. Really? Kinda. And do you have a lot of people yelling at you now going like, hey man, fucking get motivated? M mainly Ned now. Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> which yeah. is good. Uh, but I feel like all of us have been uh, 
I feel like the beginning of COVID, I was just like, I don't want to do shit. Yeah. This, this sucks. Yeah. Quarantining and just like, I wasn't making any music. Yeah. So we're like, fuck it, let's just do this band that we've been talking about for like three years. Like, just like, we're anytime we'd be like drunk or something. Like, yeah. Bro, we gotta like make a classic like scene band. Yeah. But then we just never did, you know? Right. So now that we've been doing it, like, we've been writing like every week. Yeah. Which is good. You strike me as a late bloomer. Does yeah. It, oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Like you didn't know what you were gonna do, and then just, somehow you floating. Fig- I yeah, was literally you, just floating, and then somehow you like must have accidentally figured out like how good you were at this. I really, bro. So pretty much like after high school for and then just for years, yeah. it was just like random projects. After high school, then I was like always in the band. Whether yeah. it was like kind of trying to do like experimental weird stuff, I was in this band called Power Animal, which was sick. Which is like, like totally animal collective yeah, inspired. Yeah, like we played like yeah. fucking. We had like xylophones and right. like. Right. Like there that, was, I don't even think that was, was a that was a wave in like two thousand five, yeah. two thousand six. It was like that spacey kind of like put reverb on everything yeah, and like, see what sticks we out. We were like no guitar. Like yeah, we're not even gonna have a guitar course. in this band. Like we're gonna yeah. do like synths and weird shit. Right. So like yeah, then it just kind of was like random phases of like shit that I'm still I'm still into all that stuff though. That's yeah. the, it wasn't like I got like Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. No, it's just like it. I wanted to try something else. Were you singing in those bands? No. You were like late to figure out you could sing. Huh? Literally like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was not singing at all. Right. I remember you telling me this night, like you're playing keys in various yeah, bands yeah. and maybe some backing vocals. Yeah, like I would write melodies, like yeah. help write melodies and lyrics, but never, yeah, I would like harmonize maybe. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And be pretty nervous about it. Uh-huh. And then that's kind of when it all started uh like when I started even just just was like, Oh, maybe I should just do like a solo thing. Yeah. Was through working on like meeting like Filthy yeah. and Lucy Man and all those dudes. Yeah. So tell me about that. So that's like probably like, that's like twenty fourteen. Yeah. So working on dying is somebody that I first heard of probably in twenty fifteen. Because okay, yeah. I think they came out to LA. It was either twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. It was around that time yeah, they came that out to LA right. and Adam and Romo had a radio show, yep. ham, the ham radio, and Ned was just bringing people on all the time and he brought Working on Dying on. Yeah, I think that was Filthy and Lucy. It and was like Filthy Forza, and Lucy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they played it like a, they were just I think they were live DJing, I want to say. On the surface, it was rap beats, but it was different than anything. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. It was very different. I feel like they had a, their own like genre name or something. Tread, yeah. Yeah, Tread. Tread for a while, it was just like anything like like pretty much like 160 BPM. Like they were just making like fucking slapper, you know, like right. shit that is hit. So it's called Tread because you're like yeah, on a treadmill like, type. Like dance music yeah. type shit, yeah. And um, yeah, they... they, they they still like fuck around in the tread world, but you know now they're doing so much. Shit. I mean, they're getting like huge placements. Oh yeah, yeah. So how did you meet those guys? I met that they like, like this is like when Philly Philly had like a cool like scene going on. Um, there was a sick rap group called the Great Outdoors. Yeah. Um, who is like my friend Huzza, uh, Dizzy Santana, uh, Creep. There's a couple of them. Yeah. Jogus, uh, Izzle. There's a bunch of dudes, whatever, and um. I th- it was called like a three for three. This, th- like, it happened like every month, and it was like three acts for three dollars. So the one was like great outdoors, and this group I was playing in called Worshipper, which was like R and B kind of James Blakey oh, okay. type shit. Yeah, but you weren't singing in no, it. No, who was singing? My friend Matt. Is he- who was his voice is great. You still work with him? Ah, uh, no? not really. Yeah, and he he like he'll send me demos, but like uh, I don't think he's really released 
too much since right. Worshipper. Okay. But he's super, like, amazingly talented. If by chance someone wanted to find Worshipper stuff online, does oh, it still exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, uh, we put out a record in, like, 2012 called Keeps. Oh, yeah. And it's all on, it's the only thing. Our, our yeah, EP, so you've been, really been doing this shit, 2012. Yeah. yeah. that's that's, you've been around. So, like, 2010, we put out an EP, yeah. the same group, and then, like, 2012 was, like, our album. And, you know, we did, like, vinyls. Like, we were really trying to do, push that shit. Did you guys tour? No. Yeah. Just was playing Philly all the time, yeah. which is cool, but like Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna get you know what I mean? Like you have to go outside. The coolest show I feel like we played in Philly was like we played with like How to Dress Well. Oh and it was sick. sick. Like it was yeah. a fire show. I love his records. Yeah. yeah. It was sick. It was like a huge show. Yeah. This is like when Pitchfork was fucking couldn't get enough of How to Dress Loved Well. Loved him. Yeah. In like twenty twelve. Yeah. Like that, that was like one of their albums of the year or something, like top top twenty albums yeah, of the year or something. They were yeah. like upset and you know, that record. That was like really a pivotal moment in like lo-fi R and B, and that's shit. like what we like yeah. were obsessed with. Like at the, I mean, it was me, my friend Matt, and Marie. So yeah. and they were the two main singers. It was cool, a guy and girl trading off. Yeah, and me and Matt would just produce everything. Yeah, and um, yeah, we did that. I mean, we were doing that shit for a while, and then so we, we played this show with Great Outdoors. I forget who else was on it. Someone else from Philly because yeah. it was always just like showcasing Philly artists yeah. in, in Philly. At like a bar, just or yeah, at like where? a bar yeah. fucking venue. That's pretty tight though. It was cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then filthy. That's like where I met filthy and yeah. Lucy, and they were just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, y'all are good as shit. Like, yeah. uh, like why don't you like come? I said you yeah. see, see. I, I knew, I knew you caught it. I knew. Oh, <laughs> uh, you saw me. My <laughs> face lit up. You said use. Why don't you come? I said, oh, fuck. So fucking. Yeah. Why don't you guys come, to, you the come to the studio? And yeah. then, and, you know, at the time, we're all, like, working full-time, uh, like, the people in Worshipper. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's, like, when I started being, like, like like you said, like, this is, like, well, I'm, like, 25 or 6 at this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just, like, shit, I'm going to go to the fucking studio with working on Dying because I was a huge fan. of like, like You had already heard of I had heard, like, Filthy because he, I, I was a cray fan like i was a fan of cray and like yeah. sad boys and shit yeah and i would cray black cray yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah and uh like i would just always see like so he was working with them yeah he was like okay. working with like black cray like mad long ago yeah and um i just remember being like damn fucking this dude filthy's dope and and even like lofty 305 yeah yeah yeah. people yeah. like that like metro, metro zoo, zoo yeah. yeah so like i that i was already familiar with filthy so when he said that and then he like sent me beats yeah and like i i hadn't really like that yeah, wasn't my it, that wasn't my song process. Yeah, that know? was that was that's my whole thing is like the thing that amazes me about your story is that it seems like other people saw it in you before you saw oh, for it. For sure. In you. Yeah. Like how what made him think like, oh wait, you should write to these beats and you should make these songs like I just like they hadn't ever heard any work from you before. Yeah, I think he just was like he really was just saying the like worshippers should come, okay, come yeah. to the studio. Yeah. He's like, like we need to work together, like blah blah yeah. blah. But I was like, well, I'm going to take him up on it. Yeah. Whereas everyone else was just, you know, that I'm sure they wanted to. It just didn't happen. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know why. So but, you stole the beats. So no. I, just, I just went. <laughs> like the one day Filthy's like, I'll literally fucking drive to your crib. Yeah. I'll pick you up. Yeah. And I'm just, I'll take you to the studio that we have. Yeah. So I was like, let's go. Uh-huh. Like I'm down. You know, I'm like nervous as shit. I'm like, yeah. just like, they're like playing beats. They're like, write something. Just yeah. write a song to this. We're, yeah. we're putting out, they were putting out uh Working on Dying 2 at the time. Uh-huh. So they're like, just record a song. And so I'm just like, all right. So it was my first time like writing a song in like an hour or whatever. Yeah. 
now when I listen to it, I'm like, this song kind of sucks. Right. <laughs> it's, it's still like cool though to hear it you know it doesn't suck the beats fucking fire right i just think what i did was whatever. of course but i mean if you don't look back on your old music and think that it sucks then you're not growing as yeah, an artist. yeah so like i'm sure that that song does mean a lot to a lot of people yeah and, and but you're perfectly in 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 the right to think that it sucks yeah now. that's, still, your, that's still, your bit prerogative. it still gets liked on soundcloud and shit yeah but yeah and so then i did that and then then it was just like literally it went did you record it in front of them yeah and how did that feel it was just weird but it was cool because like filthy was just like you know, they had a vocal booth. Like, yeah. Usually I'm just in my fucking room. Right. Singing into a MacBook. I'm curious if it felt super vulnerable, you know? It, uh, yeah. It was or like definitely like nerve wracking. Yeah. I was definitely like hella nervous. Yeah. Because I mean, you have this like, I, I don't want to like uh, kiss your ass, but I mean, you have this like gentle angelic voice like, ah, and it's like, <laughs> I, I would imagine like putting that out into the world the first time might feel a little like vulnerable like it might be it might be scary or it might like you come off as this very sensitive soul you know what i'm saying yeah and it's funny if you even like listen to like that song was called ease my mind yeah and if you like listen to it you can just like hear because you're familiar with my music you can like hear like i was very not confident yeah Yeah. or or, like even singing the way i I do, do now you know yeah so i was just like that was like my first like oh shit like i could just record some vocals by myself that origin story is so wild to me that like you didn't know you could do it no, I didn't and somebody I was just like all. hey no nah, you can do it and like i had at this whole time i was like uh secretly like, recording by yeah yourself? recording shit by myself like okay. uh i was part of this collective called like 135 yeah my friend jameer and sean started it and like but it was mainly like clothes but we would drop like we dro- like one three five volume one was like a mixtape of all Philly artists. It was mainly clothes. So you were like it starting like, a brand. Yeah, it was like a clothing brand. Yeah. But then we like with each clo- like the first clothing drop, we dropped a, like a compilation of yeah. just Philly artists, right? Wow. So, so I did a Zubin song on there. Yeah. Oh, you did. But it was like, I like still at this time, I, like, like no I, one, no yeah. one had heard it. Or yeah. Something? Like yeah. I just like was like here, just put this on there, and like Uzi was on that too. No way. Yeah. Was, wow. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah. Like it's got like copyright shit. Sure. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Like, 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 did you guys just used to run into Uzi? Like, yeah, like, like he was just at shows and shit. Yeah, I mean, I never like knew him like that. Yeah. But, like, hell of people. He's just around. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like we would, I would just see him like you know whatever function at the three for yeah. three. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, see, yeah. I seen Uzi at a three for three for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty tight. Um, like I was doing like a little stuff, uh-huh. like like uh, solo experimenting, but like didn't that- think it was like a viable a future or like right. a, what i'm gonna be doing right until i started working with working on dying people and right like, i mean i've only met those dudes once or twice but just in those brief moments like they seem like ultra positive people yeah they're like, sick and like filthy is also just like like we're going we're going today and like we're, we're not leaving the studio to like we, we record a song right that's what i'm so saying like they, they, sh- they struck me as like super motivated oh, and i feel like sure. they'd be motivating to be around and so yeah. i'm sure like once you finish that song it was like yo this is dope like yeah. keep going and yeah. you know they're like this is fucking sick so yeah. you're just like everyone's feeling good and right then so then, yeah we just kept fucking let's do more yeah yeah so then that was like kind of when i like recorded i had produced the first thing a zubin ever yeah was like songs that I had been writing that I was planning on using for Worshipper. Yeah. But then I was just like, I kind of, it was like, you've heard the whole Zubin story, like about the origin of the name. Yeah. So I don't think, well, maybe I have, I forgot. Long story short, Zubin, the name is from a friend that I met on Xbox. Yeah. 
in high school, I played a lot of Gears of War. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I just ended up becoming really tight with this fucking kid on Xbox. And he's, yeah. he's from India. His name is Zubin. No way. And then we I didn't like, know this story. You don't, you don't no, know this? No, it gets no, really no. dark, so oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you like dark. But, yeah, um, it, got, it was weird. We would like... Like oh, headphones and you're, or like you're like talking to each well, yeah, other. Yeah, we're like playing yeah, like yeah, yeah. games. But then it got to the point where like... We're just like bros, yeah. and then, like I'll, I would like get home from school, and like I don't, I don't feel like playing Gears. Today. He's like, all right, like video chat, and like smoke a bowl with me, and I'm yeah, like, right. all right, for sure. Yeah, and then like whatever, I would just be playing guitar, talking to him. Right, it was a weird friendship. What, like even with the time zone difference, like you guys yeah, just worked I don't it know out. How, yeah, he was. Yeah. I feel like he was just up at all hours yeah, or some right. shit. He's older than you, same age. Like or same age, yeah, right. maybe a year older. Okay, and um, but yeah, we were just tight. Yeah, I guess it's like easy to become close to someone you're probably never going to meet or something right. like there, that. Right, there's a certain amount of safety in knowing that you yeah. can't really invest all of your emotions into meeting somebody because they're so far away. Yeah, but yeah. we would just like talk about whatever. Yeah. We both really liked Elliot Smith a lot. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, around, this is probably like 2013, 12, maybe. Yeah, so this is what, Gears of War 1? No, this is, uh, this is like years after we, oh, Gears. Okay. Yeah, Gears oh. 2 is probably out by now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so Zubin's IRL best friend yeah. like hits me up. Yeah. On like G chat. Oh no. And he was just like, yo, just because I know you were tight, like you should probably know this. Yeah. Uh, like, homie killed himself. Blah, blah, Ugh. blah. And it was like super dark. Like, he like sent me photo. He's like, yeah, he swam into this river and like that was it. Oh my God. Yeah. And just like left a note. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was pretty crazy. I hadn't talked to him for like probably like a month yeah. before because he was like on this like motorcycle trip. Yeah. It's probably just like dealing with shit, you know. Right. And, um, How long were you guys friends? Like two, three years? Probably like five. Five years. Yeah, like four, wow. five. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and it was just like innocent, like just talking. Did he ever mainly. like tell you anything? Like we would talk about like because I was like hella depressed in high school and shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, we would just talk about yeah, life sucks or right. whatever. I was an emo kid, so right. Um, but it, I never thought like. That he was going to kill himself. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting all that. Damn. I, I, it's actually, like, really sweet and also surprising that someone was able to figure out, like, oh, we should hit up his fucking yeah, friend in Philadelphia. Yeah. I know. Really weird. Yeah. But, like, because he had known me because yeah. we had, like, talked just a little bit okay, through yeah. Zubin. Yeah, right. And then that was when I was starting to write these, like, just songs just, like, about, like, just art shit we would talk about or just, like, what I was going through. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just... Like I call myself. Yeah, yeah, like I said it. I just ran it through by filthy. I was like, I think I'm just gonna put this EP I've been working out under the name Zubin, and he's like, that shit is fire, bro. Yeah. Like that's a cool like memory, like ode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, also, it's just a fucking cool name. It is a cool name. I had, I did. You've never told me that story. I didn't know that. Story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was how. But that, also, like, extremely sad. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. Yeah, so that then that was like my first release as Zubin. That was like probably 2014. Yeah, just started working with working on dying. That long ago, wow. Yeah, yeah. 20, might have been 2015. I yeah. forget. I have to. It's on SoundCloud. It's like mm. if you scroll all the way to the bottom, yeah. but it's all produced by me. Yeah, and then I, like my friend uh, tracked me singing, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm gonna just fucking I'm just rock with this. Zubin. Zubin shit. Yeah. Have so, you dropped the lil now? Or are you just Zubin, or is it just kind of whatever? It's like whatever. I like. Yeah. Almost wish I like didn't do it on on uh, platforms because there's other Zubins. Oh yeah. So like uh, it's gotten kind of like annoying. Are you I, at Zubin on Twitter? No. Oh. On my Lil- socials, it's still just Lil Zubin. Okay, yeah. But like on Spotify, oh, you're it's Zubin. just Zubin or like oh. Apple, it's just Zubin. And there's another Zubin on Spotify. Yeah. 
Gotta bring back the little bro. I know. I'm like, Shit, I just fucking. Or you know, you were a big L fan. You could be Big Zubin. True. <laughs> there's not enough bigs at this point. There's a lot of littles. <laughs> there's a lot of littles. Yeah, man. When you find out that uh, Zubin killed himself, how do you react to that? I'm trying to think. Like, I just, I just remember being like, like obviously, I was like, because you guys hadn't talked in a month, you say, but you yeah. still probably felt close, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, like we. He was like, "Yo, I'm like going on this motorcycle trip, yeah. going to like." see my dad yeah i don't even know this shit i should like i'm right. sure his fucking family yeah. would never hear no me speaking yeah um like i just remember he, he like messaged me like they don't you know this is like countryside of india yeah he's like bro i just found out like my dad has a kid with this other woman i just met Damn, my half brother yeah like he's like he has a whole side family like and his parents weren't together but yeah he definitely was like going, going through. He was it. like learning a lot about his self and all this shit. Yeah. And um, but yeah, like I just can't remember exactly. I just remember being like super bummed about it. Yeah. And even course. my parents were like, "Are you good?" Because they they knew they're like, "That's fucking." Yeah. That was like your homie. Like that. Like that's sad as shit. Right. It was like it was really weird. It was like losing like your real life, like bro. You know. Right. It was yeah. strange. Man, it's a weird time to be growing up on the internet, just because like you can be, like I've had people that I'm very close with who I've never met, and then when that like online relationship ends, it's almost like it was some weird fever dream where it's like yeah, it was like this relationship that you have through a computer screen and and there's something almost imaginary about it, even though it's like so real and important to you. If yeah, that makes sense. Facts. You know, and it's almost like something that we're raised to feel like not necessarily guilty about, but like you hide it from people because you don't want them to think you're a weirdo for having yeah. best friends over the internet. <laughs> like online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially at this time, I was like, people probably think I'm weird for no, like exactly. fucking smoking weed with like, I should could right. just be out with like. And I'm sure kids that are like now in in their teen years or early 20s, they think that's like they're super normal. But at my age, it was definitely weird to right, have like right. a close friend that you were never going to meet in real life. Yeah, yeah. And now that's like probably pretty common. But yeah, now that I'm was sure that, that was like yeah, that was some weird shit. You know, it definitely fucked me up. I was like he- sure. hella bummed about it. Yeah. And then um, you got a Zubin tattoo. I actually don't. Yeah, I get it. I do. Right across the <laughs> just so, huge. Get this, get Zubin like the sublime shoulders. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll definitely get some something. I've like thought about it. Yeah, but I, I'm surprised I don't actually. Man, rest in peace, Zubin, dog. That's a fucking yeah, sad RIP. story. And so, how long is it before you start meeting more people through working on dying? So I feel like pretty quick. Yeah. Like, you know, then like first I'm just working with like Filthy and Lucy. That that's who was at the studio like every night. Yeah. Then of course Oogie Mane, Brandon yeah. Finessen, like everyone's around. Yeah. Um who were fucking crazy by the way. They're so good. <laughs> so yeah. good at producing. Right. But yeah, so I'm just working with all them and then uh, like the first person I met through Filthy was Ned. No sh- yeah. Yeah, like and he was just like, "Yo, like uh he was Filthy went to New York to work with like Black Cray, Booty Chain and Ned. Ned yeah. Ned was in New York." Right. And um yeah, then Filthy called me. He's like, yo, this dude Ned wants to... Meet you. Yeah, like, meet you. Like, work out. I've been showing <laughs> That's him That's like some... getting called up to the fucking big leagues I know. now in the underground. Like, yo, Ned <laughs> wants Ned's to meet like you. like the fucking... <laughs> Call him the lefty. A.R. Yeah. King. Yeah, for real. A.N.R. What, is that, what would it be? Yeah, A&R. A&R. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So then, yeah, he ended up coming to Philly. Oh, he um, came to Philly to see you. Yeah, because there ended up being, like, this weird... It was, like, me, Black Cray, 
I forget who, like maybe like Five Finger Posse or something. Yeah. We played like a, a show in Philly. Oh, sick. So Ned pulled up to that. Yeah. And then we just like went and we're just like working on music and shit. Nice. Me and Ned, I, he, he, we recorded a song where he rapped. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard about this. Phase. I mean, I, I saw songs get posted where he was rapping. I don't know that I ever uh, listened to any of them, though. It was uh, on an Oogie main beat. Yeah. Ned, Ned just raps for a while, and then I just, like, sing this little hook at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, our first collab That's ever. Right. Yeah. Hell, yeah. And then we just, like, started, uh, you know, that way we just became homies, like, right away. Right, of course. Um, I flew out with Filthy to L.A., stayed with Ned. Yeah. But I, like, I still wasn't, like... I wasn't, like, making that much shit yet. Well, yeah, that was the thing is, like, what seemed to be striking about you is when I was, like, super into you, your shit, like, in 1718, was, like, you still seem to have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. yeah. Which was surprising to me because I'm like, yo, you're, like, the best of all of these people that I listen to in your scene, in my opinion. Like, I was fully, like... Zubin all the way. This is guy, this guy's next. But you didn't seem like you were really ready to dive in yet, or something. Yes, yeah, probably just. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared of you. Are you scared of success, bro? Um, I guess. No, I not mean, really, no, not, no. Not serious, serious question. Though. Like, I, what, what, what is it that made you like not want to just go? Oh yeah, this is starting to work. I'm gonna like dive right in. Um, I guess I like thought I was doing that. Yeah. You, you know, but then like, go out drinking or putting yeah. other things first. Or, right. You know, just like not, um, me and Lotus were talking about it today. I was like, just like been feeling good the past month. I'm like, I'm really like, uh, we're all like putting shit first. Yeah. You know, and taking some of us way longer to figure that out, you know. Um, But I feel like, like I finally do feel that way. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Misery, like I should have fucking put an EP out like two months after that, like a follow up or something. Yeah. But I would just like. I was still working though, like working full time. Yeah, where did where were you working? What, I worked at Whole Foods for a while. Okay, yeah, it's trash. So you just had like real normal jobs. Yeah, it was weird. I was living like this, like chill, go to L.A. with Ned Arb and Filthy, and like yeah, hang with like Tracy and blah blah blah, like whoever, like just meeting everybody in GBC, whatever. Yeah. Slowly, but then just like go back and like, oh, I gotta work like forty hours this week. And did anybody at Whole Foods know about your double life? I mean, yeah, everybody like knew I was doing music. Yeah. And then I was also, like, living, like, the house I lived in in Philly was a very party house. Yeah. So I'm definitely, like, we would always like, be like, oh, we're going to make some shit tonight. And then we'd be like, F- let's end get up doing, instead. yeah, doing yeah. whatever till 6 a.m. And then right. waste a lot of time. Right. But, you know, shit happens. Yeah. And, I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but definitely, like, with the first time I did talk to you, that was what was so surprising to me is, like, how kind of nonchalant you would s- seemed about your career. Because I was sitting there being like, yo, you're fucking amazing, bro. <laughs> like, your music is so good, and it's, like, really touching me deep in my soul. And you're just like, yeah, you know, maybe it'll work. I don't know. Like, and I'm yeah, like, what I, the fuck? I, that's very much my attitude, yeah. I think. I, yeah. Pretty much. Um, do you have a hard time grasping like how talented you are or like, are you overly humble? What What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too humble. Yeah. Like, uh, talk that shit. I don't know, bro. I Man, just, come on. I just like, dude, like, I, I, like, yeah. For a perfect example, being in a band with Lotus now. Yeah. I'm literally recording with this fool, like two, three times a week. Right. I think I suck at singing when, right. I, when I'm recording with Lotus. I'm like, why the fuck am I? <laughs> and then, you know, he'll cheer me up and yeah. fucking like get me in the zone and shit but yeah I just have I guess a lot of self doubt and shit like that that's hard yeah where do you think it comes from 
don't know. You just always just there. been there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Like. Um, no formative like childhood trauma that caused it or something. I mean, nothing I can like. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like nothing like significant. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely like a thing. Like even still, fucking, we recorded a demo. Like a new If I Die First demo on I don't know what day is today. Today Sunday. Wednesday, say. Yeah. yeah. Thursday. It was Thursday. Yeah. And like I like literally was just like, yo, like I'm not like just got super discouraged. I was like, yo, I'm not really? I'm not recording today. Really? And then like Lotus and Ed were just like, let me let me throw my logo yeah. or not I wasn't like being a dick. I was just like, yo, I'm like good. Like I'm just not in the zone. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, just fucking chill for an hour. Right. And then we ended up recording a fucking banger. Like really? an hour. Yeah. I just get in my head. You do. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know you like that, but yeah, it just, it's, it's strikes me because like, like I said, I'm a big cheerleader of yours. I really do think Appreciate like you're it. extremely talented, not just vocally, but also like your, I mean, your ear for beats that you pick. I don't know if, if other people are helping or, or A&Ring your shit or, or, but like your songwriting, your voice, everything like you really are, in my opinion, a complete package. And I don't know. I hope like one day you feel that way. Yeah. Because you are, but I see you <laughs> not die. believing me as I say it, but you are, dude. Uh, you know. Yeah, I know. It's getting better. It's getting yeah. better. But yeah, it is, confidence is a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I'm definitely not like a... See, I was always overly confident, and I didn't have any of the talent to back it up. I had to like really teach myself to like do my craft, whereas like you fell into it and have all of this accidental talent, and but don't believe in yourself. And so to me, being such a, like an overly cocky dude, like I've got a lot of hubris. I've got hubris to spare. I'm, I just want to like shake some of my hubris into you. Like, <laughs> hey, wake the fuck up. You're super talented, bro. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I, I believe in myself. But, yeah. But yeah, there, is definitely, there is definitely like, I don't know, not restriction yeah. or something. But like, I just, I'm just always, I just, yeah, like I said, I just get in my head on this, like, ah. Uh, yeah. There's like, that's happened with like hella shit. Like, so probably like, what else? So just songs, I mean, like, oh, yeah. I'll just like start something that's probably a banger for real. And yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. So, you know, yeah. whatever though. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since you put something out. Um, me and me and Fantasy Camp put out a EP, split EP, but that was like, I guess it was like toward the end of last year. Yeah. Okay. It was like right. It was probably like November, December. Okay. Which that like it did all right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, it didn't do as good as our first one. Right. I think it was just like, I, I don't even know. I think we I think we just waited too long to put out a another collab. I got you. Um. Still, I still love that tape though. But um. Yeah, and then me and Jans have just been working on this yeah, shit. Yeah, you guys have something new coming out. Yeah, right? so we start. me and Jans, like, started working, like, probably, like, a year and a half ago. On and, this project? Yeah, yeah, but, like, which we didn't know would end up being this project. We were like, let's do, like, a five-song EP, something small. We weren't, he, he was in New York, I was in Philly for a while. Yeah. And then I moved to L.A., so we were like we weren't seeing each other that that much. When he was in New York and you were in Philly, were you go, were you driving to each other? Or yeah, we would, the train? then we would yeah just take the bus or whatever. Yeah, right. We'd see each other a lot. Yeah. But then um, when I got to LA, I kind of put it on hold. Mm-hmm. But then like I would go like I went to New York for a month and we like recorded so much shit. So then we were just kind of like yo, let's just this is like yeah. an album. Like let's make this the fucking album. Nice. Like the debut. The like, last Yawn's project that I heard was the one that he did with Chris with Horsehead. Yeah. And that's like a straight, oh, I mean, I would call it like a rock album. Yeah, for realistically. sure. And so is that kind of like where you're headed or, or is it still kind of in that spacey R&B world or no? It's, it's like interesting. It's like, uh, I'll show you some stuff yeah. like after, after we're done. But yeah. it's like, honestly, dude, like some of it, it's like super poppy. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, de- like some of the songs definitely have that yeah. yawns, like guitar yeah. driven shit. Uh, but it's kind of like there's just different vibes on it. It's not as like uh, I hate using the word like sound cloudy or something. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's not as like like atmospheric beats. Yeah, but it's like like I think it's like my my best shit for sure. Yeah, like it's like like there's like this one song. Like every time I show people, they're like that's like a fucking '80s pop love song. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's a lot, a lot of different influence on it. Like for me, like I was listening to had like Depeche Mode. I was gonna say your style right now is striking me as kind of like '80s goth look. Like you would be listening to a lot of Depeche Mode. Love Depeche Mode right yeah. now. Going through a huge uh, Depeche Mode or like, moment. Like yeah, some Morrissey and, and yeah. shit. There the Smiths, you know. But then also like um, me and Yans would. Be listening to Hella Blood Orange or like okay, yeah. just shit like that. Yeah. Like so, there's it's definitely like a, a rocky, but like with the R and B ish influence. Yeah, like. yeah. But it's really poppy. That's dope. Overall, I think it's just super poppy. So like more upbeat than your old yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, right. So then happier or still pretty down? Uh lyrically still pretty down. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but with like a definitely uh, probably less like haunting instrumentals maybe yeah right but that also could be wrong because some of them are pretty haunting or eerie you know what i mean right and so it's a full lp yeah it's 10 songs and what do you think i mean at this point in your life what do you want to do with it are you still going to try to go to the the independent route or do you want to try to get like some upfront money for this bitch and and like get on a label so we're putting this out through our management's like label okay so teamwork records okay uh, which is sick. It's like they work with the Orchard, Sony, oh, yeah, Sony, yeah, yeah. all that shit. Um, oh yeah. So it's cool because it's just an indie label with like really good resources. Yeah. Got a little advance, you know, whatever. Um, but I think after this, I, I would like we like we want to do like another Me and Yon's record. Yeah. And aim for something like big. Yeah. That'd be sick. Like I guess, like hopefully major. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, let's keep it a buck. Like, you're starting to hit your stride a, a little later than some other people oh, do in sure. their life. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So you have a little more life experience under your belt. But also, I, I know, like, once you hit a certain age, you start feeling those footsteps of, like, oh, maybe I should, like, have a normal life type yeah. shit. I definitely felt those footsteps at oh, a certain yeah. point. Right when my music career really started to work for me, I went, like, oh, I'm aging out of this, and I should, like, chill the fuck out. Just and that, something that like, was yeah. stronger. That was a stronger emotion for me than sticking with the music. So I guess my question for you now that i framed it is when inevitably this shit starts really working for you yeah. do you see yourself wanting to be somebody that's going to be on the road all the time yeah. touring and and like you're cool with living that lifestyle yeah yeah that's like good. i'm cool with it like yeah. I, I, I really like touring yeah totally I, I get really bored sitting or <laughs> sitting and doing the same shit every day right like you know if i'm like because then I know other artists that are the exact opposite who's like, I, I want to like make my career sitting in my bedroom and just recording music and that's it. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. the way like, I, I hope if the world is COVID-free COVID yeah. next year, <laughs> right. Fuck. like I would hope that like half, like whatever it's split, yeah. 60-40 or whatever, like yeah. however it's split, half and half or whatever, but it would be If I Die First on the road and, and me and Yawns, yeah. yeah. Or like, if Yawns is busy, just me, whatever. Yeah, fucking Yawns, Horsehead, Zubin tour, where he's just like... Doing everything. Know, yeah, <laughs> we pretty, just... we kind of did that in the in this last summer, though. Yeah. Because it was me, Coldy, Fish. Yeah. Um, and Horse and Yawns. Yeah. And Fantasy Camp. And we all, like, I played bass in everybody's set right. the entire night and, right. then, and then had my own set too that's tight. which yawns came out and did you just like stay on stage the whole time yeah it was fun though that's tight yeah, yeah. and I, like yeah but i do think that like 
Well, that gives this kind of like familial feel to the audience too, yeah. where it's like, oh, you're really getting to see all of these friends work together the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and like, you know, they all know us as our own artists, so I right. think they think it's cool. Like, exactly. like oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Zubin's playing bass for the Fishnark set. And then. Well, and so that's what I really like about If I Die First as a concept is that like all of you have these, I would say, important solo endeavors and established yeah. solo careers and now you're coming together as a, a super group of sorts yeah but none of you seem to really be coming in it like with an ego in that sense or it's like oh we're a fucking super it's like all of you feel like oh no we're just like starting this band from scratch yeah but all of you have a head start because everybody's got like mad instagram I followers, know, I know. which is tight yeah that like is super helpful um, it's funny i was listening to I, I don't remember the name of the podcast but ned sent me it yeah. Um and it was fucking cool. They like they were just like, dude, we we don't even have a song out. Yeah. And like these dudes on this podcast. I can't wait for if I don't They're like th- three dudes and I guess they had caught Ned just streaming it live yeah. on Instagram Live. Yeah. And you know, they're like just quite they're like, Yeah, like talking about they're like Zubin and Lotus. Like to me they're like my favorite two voices of the like SoundCloud emo right. world. So I'm psyched that they're doing they're they're singing in this or whatever. Right. But they're like, but is this like a passion project? Like, you know, they're, like, very curious, and it's it's cool. Yeah, that was the thing that struck me, too, is I'm like, oh, is this just, like, a side project for everybody? But it really kind of seems like all of you are taking this now as your forefront project, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's this, like, Zubin and this are just as important. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to do both, like, hella. Yeah. Um, But it was cool. And then I guess, like, some people probably don't know that we all did Right. Like, have, like, we're all like emo, you know, like right. emo as fuck in high school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, we all like loved this music before. Right. Like, even when I show like friends that are my age, I'm like, yo, like, listen to my new band. And they're just like, yo, this is bringing me back to like 2008. What the fuck? Right. Like, this is crazy. Well, that's the cool thing is like, Ben, uh, the, our engineer, is like, was super into that scene as well. And right. So when he heard it, he was like, oh, yeah, this like reminds me of Seosin. Right, exactly. And see, everybody, and like, when uh, I say that, everybody uh, goes, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I've never even heard a Seosin song, so <sighs> I don't so know. Good. Yeah, so yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we like, when we were, Travis was mixing the EP. Yeah. He, he was, Travis is from, from First Last. Yeah. And he's like, well, give me like a record to like reference for like mixes and we yeah. just sent him the first Seosin EP. There you go. <laughs> and then we we're just like, this is, the, this is our vibe, dude, and he yeah. he like nailed it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I'm just really excited for all of you guys that that you've all found each other, yeah, and that like you get to work on this thing that is a passion project that's now becoming the like forefront of your uh, of your world and of your creative experience for the moment. I and think I think it's it's gonna do. Like, I'm saying I th- think it's gonna. Sna- like, I think it's crazy. gonna snap as well. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. I th- I think like it can't help but but end up really big. You know, yeah. and I think it'll go as far as you guys want it to go. And so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be sick, especially like festivals and shit, bro. That'd be tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because I've had now three members of If I Die First come on the show, but all on some like under their own name shit. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the plan is going to be. We have to do a group. We'll have all of you guys do your solo things. And then Mm -hmm. eventually when the record comes out, we'll try to somehow fit everybody in this hallway and do uh, some kind of If I Die First performance. Like an acoustic thing or something. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. When does the Yawns project? come out so we went and shot two two music videos with max moore are you familiar with max moore sounds very familiar Dude, but fucking fire yeah. videographer i can't wait to see he's like close to the finish of the first one yeah um but on the 15th of this of july yeah. um I'm, i did a song with chrome sparks okay yeah super awesome producer yeah. 
Um, so that and it's actually a weird one. It's like a very very poppy song. Really? So it's gonna be interesting to drop that before. I, I, I'll just be like interested to see what people think of that one. I'll show you that because it's like a pivot. It's like a fucking. When we were like writing it, we were like, let's make like a burial type beat or yeah, instrumental. Yeah. yeah. But then it like, like got like festival vibes and wow. it, it got like very epic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's w- without like, like a without weird, being corny. Or yeah, something. without like a weird yeah. drop or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But um, I'm hyped for that one. That comes out the fifteenth, and then yeah, then like once the video that's this, this song called Nauseous that's gonna be the first single so slowly rolling out amazing yeah so, so then this was perfect timing then yeah like really it really like, was. It was accidental perfect timing yeah because sh- shout out to zubin he came in and filled in for somebody last minute they flaked on me yesterday and he was able to fill in the spot today which was like a huge favor i will oh, always yeah. I, I mean anytime been, you need a favor off me now i owe you so <laughs> well we've been yeah. planning on doing it and we then have I, and then i was like shit all this stuff's about to be releasing whether, yeah. whether it's me or if i die first like, yeah might as well talk about it now. Literally, I spent all of like 2017 begging him to come in here, and we could just never work it out. And then we went on hiatus, and it was just like we've just never been able to get the the signals right. And so finally, we crossed paths, and it's just perfect timing. So worked out. Uh, yeah, man, kismet. Things things sometimes uh, happen when they are meant to happen. Exactly. So, um, okay, so you just laid out the rest of your year, which is going to be very exciting. Uh, so before we get out of here, tell the people where they can find you online. Instagram, Lil Zubin, at Lil Zubin, sorry. Twitter.com slash Lil Zubin. It's Lil Zubin across the board, yeah? Yeah, all the socials, just Lil Zubin. L-I-L-Z-U-B-I-N. Yeah, no spaces, no underscores. Okay. SoundCloud Lil Zubin? Yeah, SoundCloud.com slash Lil Zubin. Are you on Bandcamp as well? I'm not. And I keep on... You're SoundCloud, dude. I want to sign up for Bandcamp, though. You should. I mean, it's it's a great place to have your records on uh, the internet as well. I don't know why. A lot of people love Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. But then other than that, uh, Apple Music, whatever, streaming, Spotify, just Zubin. That's all just Zubin now. Yeah. And so it's the first one that comes up. Okay. Luckily, yeah. Okay. But there is other Zubins out. There. there are other Zubins, but if unless you hear falsetto, an angelic <laughs> falsetto, then you're on the wrong one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, I'm glad that we finally got it in. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you. I'm excited to watch you perform. And with that said, we did it. We finally did it. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can find me online at It's Intuition. You can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. Please, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We got to get those numbers up. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Kinda Neat, where you are going to see Lil Zubin perform. What's uh, on? Perfect Hell, Perfect which is Hell. also the name of me and Yanza's album. So it's the, the, ti- the title track. The title track. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say the self-title track. The title track of the album, the debut, the exclusive. So that's dope. That said, we did what we came to do. That was Zubin. I'm Lee, and this was Kinda Neat. Shout out Kinda Neat.